Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, Tampa Bay Sports fans. Welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. You are in the gymnasium on this Saturday, June 6th. I'm your host, Jim Barron. Of course, we'll be talking about everything that happened in the sports world this week. I wish that there were more good things that happened than actually did. We are making some progress with some of the seasons restarting, but seems to be we take one step forward and two steps backwards. We'll be right back to get the show started on Power 90.1. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books like Amazon and brick and mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-943-2195 800-943-2195 That's 800-943-2195 Now, Now, back to the show Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show On Power 90.1 Welcome back, sports fans. You're listening to the Jimmy B Sports Show. The number here, as always, is 877-448-7901. Email is sports at power901.com. First of all, let's talk about some of um, the things that are moving forward. The uh, NBA Players Union, uh, they approved a 22-team restart on July 31st. It looks as though training camp in Orlando is going to be begin about July 9th, and the finals could run through October 10th, October 12th in, in that time zone. So we talk about the NBA season. They, they stopped playing on March 11th because of the uh, coronavirus pandemic, obviously. And then on June 4th, we agreed to go ahead and start the season, like I said, with 22 teams. So I think it's going to be down here in Orlando as a single site for a campus for all the games, uh, including the practices and housing. And that's going to be for the remainder of the season. So it's going to be contingent upon uh, the agreement with Walt Disney Company to use Walt Disney World Resort. But it looks as though um, it's going to be finalized in the next day or two and the restart of the 1920 season is going to uh, get it down here the end of July. So uh, to answer some of the questions that have come up with that, first question would be, well, when does the this, this season actually start and when does it end? We touched on that briefly already. July 31st is the tentative start date and the finals would be no later than October 12th. Um, and that could you know, push back a little bit uh, depending on how everything goes. Um Next question, obviously, will be, well, which teams are going to be returning to play? There's going to be a total of 22 teams, 11 from the Eastern Conference, 11 from the Western Conference. I'll go through the teams here quickly. It's going to be the Bucks, the Raptors, the Celtics, the Heat, 
the Pacers, Sixers, the Brooklyn Nets, the Orlando Magic, and the Washington Wizards out of the Eastern Conference. And then out of the Western Conference, it's going to be the Lakers, the Los Angeles Clippers, the Denver Nuggets, the Utah Jazz, Oklahoma City Thunder, Houston Rockets, Dallas Mavericks, Memphis Grizzlies, Portland Trailblazers, New Orleans Pelicans, Sacramento Kings, San Antonio Spurs, and the Phoenix Suns. Now, of course, this is going to be you know, based on um, the competitive format that the board's going to approve. So the, the returning teams are in the 16 teams in the current playoff positions and the six teams that are currently six games or fewer behind the eighth seed in their respective conferences. Uh, so we want to talk about what are the seeding games. Well, the eight remaining games, each returning team would play before the playoffs begin. The games are going to be selected from a team's remaining regular season matchups. We're going to talk about where the game is going to be played. They're all going to be played and the practices will be held near Orlando as the season restart is contingent, like we said, on an agreement with the Walt Disney Company Corporation to use Walt Disney Resort. It would be a single site location featuring a campus that's going to house players for the remainder of the season. Uh, so, you know, talking about with the coronavirus, what are the NBA's medical protocols? Well, the NBA and the Players Association are working with infectious disease specialists, public health experts, and government officials to establish a rigorous program to prevent and mitigate the risk related to COVID-19, including a regular testing protocol and stringent safety practices. Because obviously you want to make sure as the season does get uh, back underway, that you do it in the safest way possible, not just when you first start, but obviously as you go through the uh, eight games and then through the playoff season. Um, how many total games will each team in the 22-team field have played before the playoffs begin? It's going to vary, but most of the 22 teams would play 72 or 73 games after the eight seeding games are added to their regular season game total. Um, you know, as a note there, the Mavericks uh, would have played the most games at 75, and the Spurs and the Lakers would have played the least at 70, 71. Uh, as far as how will the playoff seeding, the brackets work, the seven teams in each conference with the best records, and that includes the regular season games plus the seeding games, would have clinched the playoff spot. The usual tiebreaker scenarios would be in place for those seeds. The eighth seed could potentially come down to a, a, a play-in tournament. And how would the play-in tournament work, you ask? Well, if the team with the eighth best record in the conference is more than four games ahead of the team with the ninth best record in the same conference, there'll be no play-in tournament would be necessary. The final berth would go to the team with the eighth best record. And that's for the regular season plus the seeding games. However, if there's a team with the eighth best record in its conference is four games or fewer ahead of the team with the ninth best record in the same conference, then you'll have a battle for the final spot before these um, two teams. So the, that tournament would basically be a best of two series where the uh, number nine seed would have to win two head-to-head -head matchups to take over the number eight spot. Um, will the playoffs be any different. No, once the 16-team 
playoff field is set, the NBA playoffs would proceed in a traditional conference-based format featuring the usual best-of-seven series in the first round and the conference semifinals, the, the conference finals, and, act, and then the finals, of course. Um, so basically, with all that said, it looks as though the NBA will be starting July 31st down here in Orlando. Of course, there'll be no fans. Um, and I'd love to hear your comments on, on, on if you think that's a good idea, if you think that um, it, it's, it's been long enough, they need to play, uh, what you think of the format, the playoff schedule. I'm going to say this. I, 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 for one, am happy, obviously, that a professional league is starting back up. I will say this. I think it's going to be very um, difficult for the players on the teams to live in a hotel or a villa for three months. Uh, you know, I, I, if any of you have ever stayed in a hotel for longer than a week, two weeks, whatever it might be, it, it kind of um, you know gets under your skin a little bit. So I, I, I don't know how that's going to be. You're going to have... 22 teams down here playing. They're all going to be in one location, staying in the same type of complex. And that's going to be for three months. So I think that's going to cause issues in itself. Um, I, I don't know how the, the players are going to react to, you know, seeing the same players all the time and then, you know, having a league and then the playoffs and trying to maintain uh, any semblance of, um, continuity throughout the whole ordeal. Uh, it's going to be interesting. We'll see what happens. I do think that um, July 31st is going to be an interesting date for all that to start. I know that the teams right now, are they're quarantined in their hometown, home city, if you will, of where they actually play their regular games for 14 days. Then they'll be coming down here. So we'll see what happens. Uh, that is one sport that is going to get underway. And we're going to come back and talk about some of the other sports that uh, maybe haven't gotten as far as that right now. So you listen to the Jimmy B Sports Show. The number here again is 877-448-7901. Uh, email sports at power901.com. We'll be right back to continue the show on Power 90.1. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at The Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back to the Jimmy B Sports Show, fans. The number is always 877-448-7901. You can email your thoughts and comments to sports at power901.com. Like we talked about in the previous segment, the NBA is starting up. Hockey is on its way as well. They're finalizing the agreements of uh, where they're going to be playing the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference. The teams have been announced. Um, I, for one, looking forward to uh, seeing the Lightning back on the ice. Uh, we'll talk about the format on next week's show as far as 
the different seeds and how it's lining up for the lightning, I think is coming in very favorable. I, I like the fact that Stamkos and other players on the team are well rested and they're ready for a uh, good playoff run to keep the Stanley Cup that they won years ago and get it back here to uh, uh, the Tampa area. No, Lord Stanley needs a 10, so no place better than to have it down here in Tampa. Uh, wish I had the same kind of good news about baseball. Unfortunately, this past week, Major League Baseball rejected the players' offer for a 114-game regular season with no additional salary cuts, and they told the union that it did not plan to make a counterproposal. Uh, you know, this past Sunday, the uh, the players, they went up from an 82-game regular season um, to 114-game Everything's prorated. So the owners want the players to basically play less games. Therefore, the prorations will mean that they have to be paid less. And uh, they're saying that without fans being allowed at the gates, it's going to be um, uh, taking a big loss for the owners. Uh, you know, typically, I think what's going to happen is that they will come to some agreement. They keep on going back and forth both the Players Association and Major League Baseball are playing hardball with each other. But I do think that even though baseball told the union that they don't want, they're not interested at all into extending the season into November, uh, they don't know what's going to happen, if there's going to be a, you know, the second wave of this virus coming back or not. Um, so they don't want to jeopardize their $800 million in broadcast revenue. So what I think is going to happen starting the um, you know end of June or something like that, they're going to come to some agreement and, and play. It's unfortunate because if baseball was smart, they would have the whole month of July to play. They wouldn't have to worry about any other sports team because, um, you know, uh, basketball is not starting till the end of July. Most likely, hockey is not going to start till about the same time. So baseball could finalize everything and actually have the whole month of July during uh, the 4th of July holiday to, to start and be the first team back and play and rekindle the you know America's sport that used to be baseball. Instead, they're going to keep on you know messing around with everything here and uh, they won't get started till later on, and they're really putting a bad taste in people's mouths, the fans, as, as far as you know what they're doing. So, um, my take on everything is, I hope they come back. I hope that they do reach an agreement. I don't think the players are going to agree to take less than any prorations for an 82 game season. They're already getting their salaries cut in half. From 163 down to um, you know 82, so I don't think they're going to take a, a bigger cut than that, which the uh, Major League Baseball is asking them to. Again, you have disagreements. You have you, know, you have 40 million Americans um, unemployed, looking for work, trying to find a job to meet meet ends, and you have millionaires and billionaires with these players and owners. Um, discussing a season. The other thing that I want to just touch on quickly with the baseball is that if they don't come to some agreement right now, it's going to really hurt um, both the players and the owners because after the 21 season, oh, they come back to the bargaining table for a new players agreement. And if someone feels as though they got the, 
the, the, the wrong end of the stick in disagreement here. It's going to be worse for them to come to some agreement for the next uh, bargaining agreement. Um, so I really feel as though they need to you know, take a deep breath. They may not agree to everything, but put something together that is palatable for both sides and, and get out there and play because um, people are really starting to um, lose some of the interest with hearing some of these uh, stories of the players and, and the owners, both are to blame, in my opinion. Right now, I think that the owners really need to um, be a little bit more compatible and listen and empathetic to what's going on with uh, some of the players. Uh, and the other thing, too, is minor league baseball. A thousand jobs got lost. So they're, they're cutting minor league teams and their systems because they can't afford to go ahead and, and pay them with what's going on right now in the in the sports world. So you're going to have all these players from AAA, AA, single A not not playing. So you will have players that will play for a lot less than what some of these players are being paid right now. So going forward, that could cause some issues as well. I think it's in everyone's best interest to get you know on the same sheet and you know, get everything together and start playing. I really think that they will. A lot of it is just um, some going back and forth right now, but I think that they'll come to some agreement and, um, you know, come to terms and start playing. So I'd like to hear your thoughts. Uh, are you looking forward to baseball coming back? Do you not care if they take the season off? Do you want if they play into November? What are your thoughts? Like I said, I'm, I'm looking forward to the Rays. I think they have a, an awesome team this year, at least on paper. And um, I'm very hopeful that we get to see them play. Uh, closing with the baseball, um, just in the last day or two, Texas has announced that, the state of Texas announced that their governor said that they will allow fans to go to the stadiums, which means that the Texas Rangers, Houston Astros, can actually have fans. So that may make a little bit of a difference in uh, what these owners are thinking as far as maybe um, softening their stance on some of this. So hopefully we'll go in the right direction this week and next week we'll be able to say that baseball is coming back in a specific date. All right, we'll be right back. Love to hear your thoughts again. You have the number 877-448-7901. Hit us up or email sports at power901.com. We'll be right back in the Jimmy B Sports Show. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? Mm. What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. 800-809-4655. 800-809-4655. 800-809-4655. That's 800-809-4655. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. One. Welcome back to the Jimmy B Sports Show fans. Uh, we talked about some 
hockey starting back up, NBA, uh, baseball most likely will be um, getting their act together and playing. I want to talk a little bit about the NFL right now. I'm sure everyone has heard uh, what transpired this past week with statements that were made by the New Orleans Saints quarterback, Drew Brees, and the response to what he had to say. Um, I'm going to play a clip of uh, an interview that started everything. It was Yahoo Sports interview asked um, Drew Brees about when football does start in light of you know what's going on with the protesting of the, um, the terrible death of um, George Floyd, if he feels as though players will be kneeling like they did uh, several years ago during the playing of the national anthem when football does start. So I'm going to play that, um, the, the, the tape of his couple-minute interview with that, and we'll talk about that as soon as it gets done. Here it comes. Everyone is looking back now at Kaepernick's protest from a few years ago, and obviously they were always about police brutality, and now it's coming back to the fore, and a lot of people expect that we will see players kneeling again even when the NFL season starts. I'm curious how you think the NFL will and should respond to that. And, of course, you're such a leader in the league. Uh, what is your responsibility as a leader uh, in times like this for the rest of your teammates and, and players in the league? Well, I, I will I will never agree with anybody um, disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. Um, let, me, let me just tell you what I see or what I feel when the national anthem is played and when I look at the, the flag of the United States. I envision my two grandfathers who fought for this country during World War II, one in the Army and one in the Marine Corps, both risking their lives to protect our country and to try to make our country and this world a better place. So every time I stand with my hand over my heart, looking at that flag and singing the national anthem, that's what I think about. And in many cases, it brings me to tears thinking about all that has been sacrificed, not just those in the military, but for that matter, those throughout the civil rights movements of the 60s and everyone and all that has been endured by so many people up until this point. And is everything right with our country right now? No, it's not. We still have a long way to go. But I think what you do by standing there and showing respect to the flag with your hand over your heart is it shows unity. It shows that we are all in this together we can all do better, and then we are all part of the solution. So after Drew Brees' comment that we just heard, of course it sent shockwaves throughout uh, the whole sports world, his team included. Saints players uh, spoke out saying that he you know, was not empathetic to the situation at hand. Other uh, football players had comments on, on Twitter and Facebook and every place else saying that um, he doesn't understand how great the situation is. They're surprised that uh, he would be so cold towards the situation. Uh, so basically, you had people talking, all the sports shows, all the, you know, everything on TV. You actually had on first take um, with Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman. They were talking about, they had Maria Taylor on there. And you know, I want you to hear something that she had said um, yesterday morning on the program, and I want to uh, touch a little bit about that after she speaks. Here comes the comments that she made. 
I know what should reside in your heart is empathy. And I don't believe that you have to be trolled and dragged through Twitter and Instagram in order to change your mind and realize that what you said was intolerant and or could be considered insensitive later. If you had been educated and forced to confront the issues and, like I said, had empathy in your heart, then you would have known the black experience is not easy, especially when 70% of your league is African-American. And these are the conversations that you should have had. So maybe it's not, not as whole hearts bad, but something about empathy was off. If the first thing, the first thing out of his mouth was it's disrespectful. I will not tolerate anything that is disrespectful to our nation and the flag. That was the first thing. Now, if you would have came out and said, if you would have said, oh, well, you know, I understand why it happens and I understand the meaning of protest and why we need it. However, X, Y, Z, but that's not the way it went down in that conversation. And it wasn't a quote in a magazine. It wasn't a quote in a newspaper. And I'm exhausted and I'm tired of having to listen to someone say something like that and then have to sit back and be like, well, maybe he did it. Maybe it's not his heart and it's this and it's that. When you reveal yourself to me and you say something like that and you say it out of a, an entire tolerant mind and or heart or a non-empathetic heart. And for the last five years, all we've done is see countless deaths in the street. My patience left my body when I watched George Floyd take his last breath. So if that didn't affect you and make you want to reassess the way that you're going to address a question that includes racial injustice in our country after you watch that man die in the middle of the street, something's off. I don't know if it's your heart. I don't know if it's your mind, but I don't accept either of them anymore. I will not tolerate it anymore. And Drew Brees, I will accept your apology, but I don't have to sit here and wonder what is wrong or what is right and guess if you're a good or bad person. I am not the judge and or the jury. All I can do is let you reveal yourself and countless people are doing that right now. And for the first time ever, they are reaping some kind of consequence that does not have any retaliation for me or the people that are calling them out. For the first time, I feel like I can go on TV and say certain things. For the first time, people feel that they can tweet certain things and people can be held accountable for the things that they are putting on display. In the, and I'm not gonna apologize for that. So after hearing the comments uh, by people like Maria Taylor, um, what Drew Brees said, uh, I think if he was, he said the exact same thing four years ago, uh, almost verbatim as what he said on Wednesday. Uh, fast forward the clock four years later, I think his timing was very uh, bad. If he's at fault for something, I believe that the timing of, of what he said his last couple of days um, could not have been worse. Wrong time, wrong place. Do, um, do I think that Drew Brees is a racist? No. Do I think that there's anybody on his team that thinks he is? No. I think anyone that knows Drew Brees at all and looks back at his body of work over his career, not just on the field, he's a, he's a first time Hall of Fame player, no doubt, but off the field, his body of work, his, his charities have donated over $35 million um, to people in that area in, in uh, New Orleans. Recently, $5 million towards the COVID uh, for the people out there. And most of that was for minorities. Uh, I do think that he's a very patriotic person. I do not think that he meant any harm to anyone. Uh, he did apologize for what he said. Um, he said he was insensitive to what was um, what he was really thinking. And it did not reflect his true thoughts on um, the issues at hand. So I don't know how it's going to 
all play out. I, I do know that right now there's a ton of division within this country, not just in the sports world, but all over. And it's a tinderbox and calmer heads need to prevail. And what had happened recently to George Floyd with those four officers was tragic. This should That should never happen. I do believe that 99% of law enforcement are uh, exemplary in what they do. I believe they're good people and they have my respect for the jobs that they have. That 1% makes it very hard when something like a tragic incident occurs and it should never have happened. All four of those officers have been arrested and I'm confident that they um, will be indicted on the charges that were laid out as well they should be. I think that it, it was... Uh, Oh, horrific what happened. It should never happen. I also think that uh, protesting done in the right way can be helpful. There can be dialogue. Can things be done better? Absolutely. Um, and I think that everyone should work towards those goals. I do believe that rioting, looting, uh, pillaging, burning, there's no place for that either though. I think that um, protest all you want and, and, and you know get your point across, but you don't cross that line. And I think that at this point right now, um, calmer minds need to prevail and hopefully we can come to some type of uh, understanding with what needs to be done for more awareness. Um, and hopefully these situations and these occasions are fewer and, and far between. But um, I do want to say that uh, as far as the, the sports world goes this week, it's been a very, um, you know, a very trying week. Because like I said, sports was designed, at least it has been in my life, to be able to, um, to bring people together and to enjoy and to be a stress reliever, not a stress causer or a stress inducer. Um, and I do believe that uh, in the end, it will make everyone maybe a little more empathetic or a little more um, uh, in tune and not tone deaf to what is, is going on to, in certain situations. So I, I hope that everything does get worked out. I will say that I hope that nothing affects Drew Brees. Uh, you can't take away his achievements on the field. And I do hope that, uh, that the comments that were made were obviously made at a time where uh, there, there was such uh, emotions all over the place that some things were said. And I'm confident that as a professional that he is and other professionals as well, that they will get their differences worked out and um, be able to go ahead and um, proceed to get things going in the right direction again. So I'd love to hear your comments on it. Um, email sports at power901.com. Phone number is 877-448-7901. Looking forward to um, some better news next week. Uh, Want to see the dates for everything else opening up. Uh, may get some bad weather this weekend. You may curtail some of your outdoor activities, um, but hopefully you find a way to have a good weekend. Um, as always, thank you for listening to the Jimmy B Sports Show. Please stay safe, stay vigilant, and above all, stay positive. We'll talk to you next week on the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1.